Welcome to the Tapping Solution Podcast. I'm Alex Ortner, and along with my brother Nick and my sister Jessica, we've helped millions of people around the world for over 10 years to transform their lives. And all using the brain rewiring, energy shifting, out of this world amazing technique known as tapping. Each week, I'll be sharing information, strategies, tapping, and at times inspiring interviews, all to help you live your best life. Did you know that the average person has 12 to 60,000 thoughts per day and that 80% of those thoughts are negative and 95% are repetitive? That is right. We as humans are negative people. That is a reality that we are negative in terms of how we think and so much of what we're trying to do in our modern world with our modern brains is to try to change our brains, to rewire our brains, to be more positive. And so today on this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to consciously develop a habit of positivity. And I'm going to talk about why it is that humans are wired to be negative because there are survival reasons for why we are so negative. And too often, people really beat themselves up about being negative. Not only are they negative in their thoughts at times, they're negative uh, about their body or about how they manage their finances or about mistakes they've made or all sorts of different things about themselves, about other people, about the world, about their life. But then they go and beat themselves up for being negative. And I know that if you're listening to this, you want to find a way to be more positive, as we all do, because being more positive just feels better and leads you towards having a better life. So I'm going to share exactly why we are negative today, and I'm going to share some really simple but deeply important things that you can do to develop a habit of positivity. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to promise you that all of your negative thoughts are going to disappear. I hate seeing things like that online. Maybe hate's a strong word, but I I dislike seeing things like that online where you see, do these five things and banish negative thoughts forever. I just don't think that is the reality of what is going to happen for people because negative thoughts are a part of how the brain is wired. And I'll talk about that with the negativity bias. Now, there are a lot of things that are out there that are great for developing uh, a a habit of positivity. Uh, You can do exercise, which is great for hormone balance. You can meditate. You can change your language and the actual words you did. Just like I actually did a second ago. I said, oh, I hate this. And you know, I've got a trigger in my brain that goes, nope, I don't like to use the word hate. So I changed it immediately to go, no, you know what? The reality is I don't hate it. I just dislike it. I don't like it when people you know, just say you can banish negative thoughts forever. So other things that people say is ignore negative thoughts, be more positive. Those things you know, drive me a little, a little bonkers because it, it, I think it puts a lot of pressure on people to go, hey, why can't I be more positive? Why? Why can't I just change this? So I'm going to talk to you today about how you can go about developing a habit of positivity. And don't think that, again, it's not going to banish all your negative thoughts. But what we want to do is to create triggers, to create mechanisms that help us to get out of negativity as quickly as possible. Because negativity will be there. It's a survival mechanism. It's there to keep us safe for a reason. But what we want to do is to be able to get back to the positive as quickly as possible, to recognize when our brain is being negative, what it's trying to do, you know, to to recognize how it's trying to protect us in some way, and then to be able to switch back to being positive as quickly as possible. So let me talk about why we are so negative. Number one, the negativity 
bias. So I'm going to read the definition of this because it's super important. So even when of equal intensity, things of a more negative nature, for example, negative thoughts, emotions, experiences, traumatic events, have a greater effect on one's psychological state and processes than do neutral or positive things. So in other words, something very positive will generally have less of an impact on a person's behavior and cognition than something equally emotional but negative. Now, if you've ever heard of the five to one rule, for example, the five to one rule says that, you know, for teachers or for sports coaches, I mean, I'm, I'm very cognizant of this when I coach youth sports with, with my kids is that you have to have a five to one positive to negative ratio. Now, this is something that it's super important, has been proven scientifically to be important in a marriage, important in, in work environments, that if you don't have a five to one positive to negative ratio, that relationships are going to strain. If you're in a marriage where it's two to one or one to one, statistics show that you are going to be more likely be leading towards divorce than anything else. And I hate saying that, but that's just what the statistics say. Um, but that, that is just the reality. And so it is important for our brains to hear more positive than negative in order to be, in order to be more positive overall. My question is, how do we get ourselves to be more positive? How do we get ourselves to have a five to one ratio with ourselves? Now, again, so with the negativity bias, why do we have this? And here's why it was for survival. Right. I, you know, if you've been following the tapping solution for a long time, you've heard us talk about the example of the tiger and the tall grass, right? So that, you know, you're out in the wild thousands of years ago and uh, maybe tens of thousands of years ago. And there's two people. One person is super negative and is, you know, worried about everything and is looking around all the time. And that person notices a little piece of grass move, runs away and survives from the tiger attack. The other person is, oh, I'm a positive person. No, everything is good. No, there's no tiger out there in the, in the tall grass. Boom, tiger jumps out, kills the person who was being too positive. So the negativity bias was there to protect us, to keep us safe, to help us find what was wrong and unsafe in our environment so that we could survive. Now, the challenge is that so often today, it is triggered by all sorts of things that are not actually dangerous to our survival. When we think about, you know, we're afraid of what people think about us or what they'll say about us. I mean, what people think about us is not a life or death experience anymore, but we are constantly triggered by things like that that put us into survival mode that trigger our fight or flight mechanisms. And so we have this negativity bias hardwired into our brain and in our body. And that's just the reality of, of what it is. So the other thing of why we are so negative is what our childhood experiences were like. Did you have trauma? Did you have unsupportive parents? What was your childhood experience like? Now that can play a role in just how negative you are and how easy it is for you to find the negative versus the positive. And I don't have any scientific studies on this specifically, but I would venture to guess that somebody with trauma or, you know, unsupportive parents who are negative towards them have a even bigger ratio of what they need that they need more positive to negative because they really struggle to see the positive. I've seen this, you know, I've talked before about the differences in our childhoods between my wife, Karen and myself, where she, you know, she does trauma work with tapping with SC and I've seen it with her that she has a tougher time finding the positive and recognizing the positive things in her life than I do. And so our ratio there, I think, would be different in terms of what we can self-recognize in our life, in our environment. And that's just 
you know, based on our previous experiences and, and how our brain is hardwired. So somebody with trauma in their past or unsupportive parents or those negative experiences had more survival mechanisms coming up. They were more likely to, in their childhood, be triggering that negativity bias to find out, is this safe? Is this dangerous? How do I need, how, what do I need to do to survive? If you had a more loving and positive childhood experience, you were not going into fight or flight as much. So your brain was not wired or triggered as much for that survival mechanism. So hopefully that gives you a little idea as to why we are so negative. It is that negativity bias that we all have. And it is our childhood experiences that really trigger just how negative or positive we may be. And, you know, that's not good or bad. You know, there's no judgment on, on, on what we have in our own experiences. We all have different experiences and it's really a more matter of saying, Hey, this is where, where I am and how do I move forward from here? So the next thing we want to do once we're clear on, you know, okay, this is what causes negativity is we need to get clear on what areas do we struggle in? So just think to yourself, what areas do you struggle to be positive in? Are you, are you negative about yourself or is it about other people? the world, your life, all of it all together? Do you think you're just a negative person all around? Just get clear. Ask yourself, you know, is there a specific area that I'm really negative? Like maybe you're really negative about your body or your ability to manage money or how intelligent you are. Do you, you know, do you have a particular thing that you say to yourself that you beat yourself up about? You know, do you say to yourself, I'm, I'm so stupid or, you know, uh, you know, I'm so ugly. You know, what is it for you? Is there a specific language that you use? So just get clear and ask yourself, how is it that I'm negative? Because it might be that you have particular areas where you're way more negative and tough on yourself than in other areas. And so it's important to get clear on that so we know exactly what direction we want to move into and what we want to work on. So let's get to figuring out how do we consciously develop a habit of positivity, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to lay out five different steps and you guys know, I love laying out steps and things to do. And that's just how my brain works. And so I'm going to share five steps that I have found to be really powerful and effective for developing a habit of positivity. And again, I'm going to, I want to stress that word a habit, right? Because we are wired for negativity naturally as a survival mechanism. And so we have to consciously develop habits and patterns to find the positivity. And if you want to you know, become a more positive person, just saying, oh, I'm just going to try to be more positive. Or I'm going I'm to do a little bit of this or a little bit of that. You're going to fall into old patterns repeatedly. So what you really want to do is to think, how can I develop a habit of positivity? How can I make whatever, whatever thing I'm doing to try to shift my thinking or shift the way I act, you want to think about how do I develop a habit of it? So how do you do it for 30, for 60, for 90 days in a row or as often as possible in those 30 to 90 days to actually develop it into a habit? So number one, and this is so important to start here, is to recognize that it's not your fault, right? Uh, we are wired this way. So many people beat themselves up and you might be beating yourself up thinking, why am I so negative? What's wrong with me? You know, you, you go into downward spirals of negativity and all of a sudden you're like, why did I do that? Why did I go into this long pattern of beating myself up and, and, and all my negative patterns were triggered and I did all these things that I know I shouldn't be doing consciously, but you were unconsciously wired to be that way. So just recognize it's not your fault. You have the negativity bias. You have ways that your brain and body are wired because of your childhood experiences. And that's, that's just where you are right now. I mean, self-acceptance is so important. 
as just as a starting place of where you are. And that might not be easy. I know it's easier said than done to say self-acceptance. No, I can't accept myself with these things. But, you know, for me, the most beautiful thing about tapping, which we'll talk about in just a minute, uh, with EFT tapping is the setup statement and what we're trying to do with, you know, even though I'm, uh, even though I think so negatively, I love, accept, forgive myself when we can get ourselves to that place where we can love ourselves, accept ourselves, forgive ourselves. Everything in life becomes so much easier because we're able to let go of the past, of the things holding us back that are not serving us anymore. And it allows us to move forward with more positivity and love and light and all those wonderful things. Now, again, easier said than done. That's why I Tapping is so beautiful, but just stopping and maybe in this moment, just stop, take a deep breath in and breathe out and just recognize, even if it's just for a fleeting second, that it's not your fault if you've had all sorts of negative language that you you use towards yourself on a, on a daily basis. And I can tell you from experience in coaching people and working with people that what people think to themselves is typically way worse than what they will admit to. I know that people say things to themselves where they're, they then beat themselves going up going, how could I say those things to myself? Man, I'm so nasty with myself. Uh, but again, know that you're, you're not unnormal. You know, it is normal to have thoughts like that depending on, on your childhood and depending on what, what life experiences that you've had and based on the negativity bias. So just know and know that you're here. You're, this is where you are. Beating yourself up is not going to help you to move forward. And let's just start from that place. And so number two in, in our process, in our, in, our, in our process for developing a habit of positivity is using tapping. It's using tapping when you find yourself being negative about something. So you might use a setup statement like, even though I'm being so negative about my, my body and myself and my inability to get myself to exercise, I accept that this is what I'm feeling right now. Or you could say, or this is what I'm thinking right now. Now, I really love to use now language when we're tapping like this rather than global language, right? Because global language puts us into a belief system about ourselves. The more we can get ourselves to use right now language, like even though I'm beating, even though I'm being negative about myself right now, I accept that this is what I'm feeling right now. It really allows us to open up to the possibility of changing in some way. Because really what we want to do is we want to release the past and allow ourselves to move forward. We want to, we want to say, you know, even though I'm beating myself up and being negative and, and not being kind to myself, you know, I accept that this is just where I am right now. This is really a continuation of step one of just recognizing that it's not our fault and, and accepting where we are right now. Because, you know, if you want to push forward in creating positivity, you have to start off with the recognition of where you are right now. And just an acceptance that this is just where you are right now, right? If you're, you know, for the same thing with, uh, you know, if you're overweight, if you're struggling with your weight, you can beat yourself all up all day long. But if you want to move forward, just recognizing where you are in the current moment of saying, hey, look, this is where I am right now. Beating myself up about it's not going to make me thinner. You know, my sister Jessica has a great line. I don't know what it is, but you know, you can't criticize your yourself thin or something like that. You just, uh, you can't force yourself with negativity to move forward in the way that you want to is, is the gist of what she says around weight loss and body confidence. And so in this step two, I say, you know, use the tapping when you find yourself being negative about something. And all you have to do is just basically state what's going on. And a lot of times just vocalizing that saying, even though I'm being so negative about 
you know, uh, about my body or I'm being so negative about my finances or I'm being so negative about who I am or I'm being negative about whatever it might be. Just state it. Just talk it out loud and just saying, I accept that this is what I'm feeling right now and do that in the setup statement and then just tap through the different points. And when you tap through the different points, you just say what you're feeling. You know, you can go to the eyebrow point and say, you know, I'm so negative about myself. Side of the eye, I can't believe I'm like this. You know, under the eye, it's just so stupid that I'm like this. You know, whatever whatever comes out for you, just state that as you go through the different points. And if you struggle to tap on your own, you know, definitely make sure to use the Tapping Solution app or the Tapping Insiders Club. Those are both really amazing resources where we guide you through the actual tapping uh, to be able to shift those different things that we want to shift about ourselves. So that was number two, use the tapping. Number three, document your wins. Okay. This is, this is a really huge thing. It's, you know, uh, I stress this a lot when I coach people and I recommend using a journal for, you know, a lot of people don't know that I've been working on developing a tapping solution journal over the last six months or so. And, you know, it's something, it's a process that I've used for over two years, but, uh, you know, I've, I've developed it over the last six months. It is currently right now, as I'm recording this, I've got a group of about 200 people going through the journal as a, as a test group before I go to final printing. And it's, it's awesome getting the feedback and seeing how people are changing. And it's only about a week in on people using the journal, but, you know, a big part of what I do in the journal besides the tapping, because there's a lot of tapping involved in there is for people to actually be able to track the things that are going well in life, right? Like track your little successes. Whenever I, you know, uh, coach people who are coaches or who are entrepreneurs and, you know, they find themselves being negative about their inability to succeed or inability to coach other people. Well, I always say, look, I know that the reality is, is that you're not getting all negative feedback from other people. You're probably getting some emails where people shifted in huge ways and, and are so grateful to you. And, or, you know, uh, you, you, if you, if you're an entrepreneur, you had a big win where you had a great month or you had a big deal or whatever. Whatever it was that happened that at this point now is, is fleeting and has disappeared for you. And the thing is, when we know that we have this negativity bias, when we know that we have to have that five to one ratio of positivity to negativity, we have to consciously document the things that are positive for ourselves. And this is where I recommend using a journal. And hopefully, you know, uh, in just a few months, I'll be able to release the Tapping Solution Journal. But in the meantime, just get a journal and write down the things that are going well in life. Track your little successes, whatever they may be, and, and in whatever specific area that you're struggling in. So if you're struggling with your weight, you know, write down, hey, I exercised on this date, you know, or write down, you know, I was going to go have uh, some pizza and I made a better decision to have a salad instead. Because you're going to find, you know, you're going to beat yourself up for the time that you go have the pizza and not the salad. And you're going to remember that. You're going to remember one of those over 10 times where you made a good decision, which is why you need to consciously write down your wins, document your wins, write them down. If you, you know, as I said, for coaches, what I recommend doing is if you get testimonials from people, Print those testimonials up, put them on a wall, have them there or in a binder, have a journal that you can go to when you are feeling down, when you're being negative, where you can go and look at, oh, look, these are all the positive things that are happening. These are all the wins I've had. These are all the reasons for why I know I can be successful. These are the reasons for why I know I can uh, 
you know, do good things in the world. So document your wins and do it on a daily basis because your brain is naturally wired for finding the negativity. So you need to consciously, and I recommend doing this every morning and every evening. That's what my tapping solution, tapping solution journal does as a morning and an evening process, but journal and track your wins every day. Consciously make a habit of not just thinking positive things at times, but actually writing them down because what will happen is when you are negative, you're going to want to go back to what you've written down to find the positive because you will not be able to find it as easily. Of course, I'm going to recommend if you're being negative, first tap about it, you know, be honest about it, about what you're feeling, and then go and look at all the things that you have documented where you won, where you were successful with something so you can track your successes. So that's number three, document your wins. Number four is write down kind things in the area you struggle with every day. Now, this is different than just documenting your wins. Documenting your wins is about the past. It's about writing down the successes that you've had in your life. And now, I recommend doing documenting your wins can be not only the things you've done that day or the last week. It could be the last month or in your whole lifetime, but document the things you've done well. Number four about writing down kind things in the area you struggle with every day is about the present. It's about being kind, it's about saying kind things about yourself, kind things about others, good things about your life. It's about having gratitude. It's good things about your body, good decisions you've made about money. It's about the present. It's the kind things. It's the opposite of the negative things that you say to yourself. It's saying positive things to yourself, but it's writing it down because there's just something different about stopping and writing those things down. And if you struggle to write some of those things down because they don't feel real in that moment, that's a really good reason to stop and tap and acknowledge what's going on and to even do tapping like, hey, even though I can't possibly write this down about myself, I accept that this is where I am right now. But there's a magical process of writing things down and because it brings out what's really going on underneath to allow us to either tap on those things or to just consciously become aware of those things so that we can work to shift them. So number four is write down kind things about yourself and do this every day. You know, As you're finding yourself negative with yourself, write down positive things about yourself that you can you know, say to yourself on a daily basis. Now, number five is more about the future. This is to create and read daily affirmations. So we talked about the past with documenting your past wins, the present with being kind to yourself about things right now, about things going on in your present. And reading, you know, creating and reading daily affirmations is about the future. It's about creating the future in the way that you want it. It's writing down things about yourself, like what you want your income to be or what kind of a person you want to be. Now, I recommend doing this about the future, but reading it like it's the present. So if you're earning, you know, $3,000 per month and you want to be earning $6,000 per month, you write down, I earn $6,000 every month, right? It's writing down positive affirmations about your life, about your income, your body, your health, how you treat other people. You might say, you know, I'm the kindest person in every room. You might not believe it in this moment, but you say it on a daily basis. And again, a lot of times when we say these things, they can trigger things that we can tap on to work to release, but we say them consistently and consistently to program them into our subconscious on a daily basis. But we create those daily affirmations, we write them down. So again, those are the five steps. They're not, you know, they're not rocket science. It's just getting conscious about how we actually take time to develop a habit of positivity. So again, number one is just recognize that it's not your fault. 
You, you know, as much as we might think it is at times, it's not your fault. It's based on our negativity bias and our previous experiences. Number two is use the tapping when you find yourself being negative about something. Number three, document your wins in a journal. Keep a journal. Document the things that you've done well in the last day, week, month, year, or in your whole life. Track your little successes because those things are going to allow you to see more of the positive on a daily basis. Number four, write down kind things in the area that you struggle with every day. You know, if, you, if you're thinking negative thoughts, you're going to want to bring about more of those positive things. You're going to want to do it consciously to say those things. And again, if some of those things are difficult to say at first, use the tapping to acknowledge that it is difficult to release what's coming up and until you can say those positive things about yourself. And number five was to create and read daily affirmations every day. You know, you don't have to create them every day. So you have to read them every day. So create them and read them. I can tell you that I've got about 10 different daily affirmations that I read every single day. And daily affirmations is something that I've been doing, you know, probably 15 years now that I've been doing daily affirmations around my income, my health, my relationships uh, with both my friends, with my wife, with my kids. Super important to have daily affirmations to just kind of remind yourself and program in how you want to show up in life. So several of these things required writing things down in a journal. I I highly recommend that because it is being conscious about what we're actually thinking and getting ourselves to be more positive, to find those positive things, to tap and release the negative things when they are coming up on a daily basis, on a daily and weekly and monthly and ongoing basis. So I hope those five things help you to hopefully help you to create and develop a habit of positivity. Be kind with yourself. Don't expect that your negative thoughts are just going to be banished instantly. But I can tell you that from people who have been using my Tapping Solution Journal, which I hope to release at some point in the coming months as we get it finally designed, just the process of doing that in the morning, of writing those things down, of being conscious of the things that are holding us back, being conscious of being positive, being conscious of documenting our wins and what kind of uh, emotion we want to bring to every single day has been hugely powerful for people. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to come follow me on Instagram at alexortner.ts. You know, come say hi on there. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. If you liked the podcast, take a screenshot of it. Tag me on Instagram or on Facebook. Let me know your thoughts. Share it with others if you believe it added value to your life. And until next time, remember, keep tapping.